1: good friend of mine and I had been riding a little
2: pony cart around his near his grandparents farm and at the end of the ride he handed me a,
1: a brush and a comb and told me to wipe the horse down comb her brush her and I got around toward the back end of that little pony and she had a tail up in the air and something just went ka girl pussy pony pussy pussy
2: vagina and uh, I looked around real quick and touched it. Mr. Mac touched my horse. Vagina! When I actually went out and had intercourse with a pony mare,
1: I didn't feel that I was being being weird. I felt that I was being superior.
0: Vagina pop. When you wake up in the middle of the night and your husband's not there, uh, the barn is rather close to the house, um, you know.
3: Uh,
2: you know what's going on. A piece of ecstasy. She's gorgeous. My
3: god, that's a beautiful little pony.
0: Ooh. This is a pretty girl here. She's an
2: What? Where? 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 Then they realized, oh, damn, it's a horse.
4: I took him down to the barn to introduce him to some of my horses at the barn. And I took him in and introduced him to my miniature stallion. And my miniature stallion was masturbating. Masturbator. And so one thing led to another and I couldn't resist. So I bent down and started sucking on him. And then he tried climbing on top of me. So the next thing I know, my pants are down and I'm bending over for him. And I'm like, excuse me, I can't resist.
2: That's unbelievable. <laughs> I was very tempted at the point to uh, have sloppy second. <laughs> it, it, it turned me on. It was so erotic to, to watch this. It's unbelievable. It didn't shock me at all. In fact, I was like, this is pretty cool.
3: <laughs> cool. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Hello pretty boy. hubba. hubba. Hello pretty hey, yeah,
0: man. It just feels so good inside.
2: I, I wouldn't take an A for an answer.
3: You stand a pretty woman in a pretty mirror? Well, keep
0: the mirror. I shared him with. Three other horses. There were times where I could accept it. There were times when I resented it. Well, I have vaginal sex with my miniature stallion.
4: Vagina. I like to suck on him orally. Oral sex. And he especially enjoys that.
3: Oh yeah, warm, yeah. I have anal sex with 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 the miniature stallion.
1: Anal sex. He penetrates me, and it's unbelievable. Good. He grunts and wickers and, and, and blows in my ear, etc. And that is very erotic to me. More so
0: than the physical sex. It was oh, It was great. It was fantastic. It was uh, so good I about passed out. I'm getting nervous. That horse is
4: staring at me. When other people go out and say rent adult videos, do you rent Mr. Ed? No, I don't rent Mr. Ed. I have almost every episode on tape. Say, Wilbur, they go for these
0: tall, handsome horses. We're gonna go for a little ride. Well, all right. Who am I riding? Huh?
1: Hi, hey, freaks! It's Wednesday, February seventeenth, twenty twenty-one. Coming up on the program today, a sovereign citizen argues that he isn't so much a human being as he is a sailboat. Plus, Mead Skelton is a hairy Italian, and a mayor of one Texas town says, "Eat shit and freeze, assholes." What's the juice, dick and nuts. If you gonna suck a dick, then you suck a dick. Down and round. <laughs> What's It's the distorted
4: view show with Tim Hansen.
1: All right, Tim back here with you for the Wednesday podcast. Have a great one for you today. I just wanted to take a quick minute at the top of the program and wish all of my Texas listeners the best. Hang in there freaks. Apparently it's very bad over there. It's super cold. A lot of people don't have power or water and the people that do have water only have water in the sense that they're, pipes have frozen and burst and water is rushing in through the ceiling now as someone who has had uh his fair share of plumbing issues recently i feel your pain you may remember the shit water coming through the ceiling after i plugged the toilet up recently i know it's not exactly the same thing but i I do share a sense of solidarity uh with you down there in the south I was watching some videos go on TikTok. It is horrifying. I was watching videos of this girl, she was showing off her home. There's a big hole in her in her ceiling. Water is is rushing through. Like her whole bedroom is frozen. There's icicles and mounds of snow in her house and stuff. Uh, and then there's this video. Oh, this was just heartbreaking. These people were so excited because the power came back on. After I don't know how many days now uh, They've been without Um, But you know I think we've all been in that situation where You know the power was out Comes back on for like five seconds And then goes right back out That's what happened here It's fucking no There there, you see how happy they are
2: It's fucking no
1: Oh, Oh and then the power goes out It's fucking no No also uh, i've got a video here of a man in texas who lost control of his tesla he was driving slipped on some ice and uh, kind of crashed and here is his reaction oh. You can hear the pain and misery in his voice. Let's continue on with Texas-themed content. Here's a different kind of pain. An idiot child decided to try the uh, the old uh, toss-a-pan of boiling water into the cold air and-, and watch it magically turn into snow. Except it's not quite that cold. I, I mean, Texans need to realize, while yes, it is cold for you guys, other places get a lot colder, like Canada and, sh- and shit. Right? So this guy, and this kid is so dumb. He doesn't like toss the pan of water up and outward. He does it like right above his head, and then the scalding hot boiling water lands on his face. <laughs> His stupid friend is laughing because he doesn't realize, like, what this situation really is. Like, your friend here has severe burns. Third degree burns. He's writhing in pain. And he can't even get up and run. He's like, he keeps slipping and falling. Oh, I hate TikTok videos. They always end, like, five or ten seconds too soon. Just as I'm starting to get a boner listening to this kid screeching and crying in pain, it stops. Local grocery stores are feeling the pain. They, You know, people are rushing to the store, just grabbing everything. And so the people that work in the store are trying to keep things somewhat orderly. All they're asking is that you enter through the entrance. You know, and they and they only allow a, a certain amount of people in the store at once, so it's not fucking overcrowded. We've got limits on products you can buy, so everyone can can buy stuff. And the clip I have for you next, uh, there's several people trying to enter through the exit, which is basically cutting in line, really.
2: Woo!
1: that woman in particular it's like she's she's screaming to start something right you don't care about us we're hungry and then she laughs because she we're partners okay we're working for you, you guys, they're not working
2: for us we're fucking hungry i to
1: As if they all don't live in the same city. Like, yeah, we we know what's happening here. I can't understand anything that's going on, but I mean, listen, they're banging on the on the exit to get in. She's gonna get her bitch ass in there. Yeah, if you wait in the line to at the entrance, you ain't getting your bitch ass in through the exit.
2: She she, she needs right right.
1: not Well, oh, she says she's not waiting. She's not going to wait because she has a baby. She gets special privileges. You're a bad mother running out of formula in the middle of a fucking snowstorm. Prepare, cunt. I really appreciate uh, how important clapping is to African Americans. White people typically can't pull this off, but man, it really works. I mean, it works as like a, as a punctuation. It's like an exclamation mark after every word. You don't understand. My baby needs... Oh, I, I can't ever get that right. When there's more than one syllable in a word, I fuck up. My baby needs to eat. My baby needs to eat. Man, I'm all about that clapping. Remember when a lot of my uh, black listeners gave me the N-word card? And they're like, yeah, you can say the N word, you get a pass. I want the clapping pass too. I don't know if that's like a, that's kind of like racist for me to do. Oh,
2: great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> people are trying to leave the store, and as the doors are opening, <laughs> the people who are gathered around are trying to rush in.
2: <laughs> ah,
1: you can't understand what's going on. It's mass pandemonium. That's Texas. A lot of what what happened is not Texans' fault because, you know, they're not used to the weather. Their houses are built to be cool, not to warm them. You can't peg it on them when their pipes burst in their home or their electricity goes out or whatever. I mean, you can blame politicians, maybe. The, uh, The driving situation, though, I mean, I feel like... Look, if you are driving in the middle of a snowstorm and you're and you're not prepared, you, you don't have a lot of experience doing it, go very slow. Let people, you know, you, you don't feel intimidated if people are, like, uh, honking their horns behind you. You go at a speed that feels comfortable to you. Uh, or else something like this might happen. There was a huge pileup on uh, I-35 West. You can just hear uh, cars... Smashing into one another, they're coming in very hot. One. That's a big one. That was a semi truck smashing into another semi truck. The video says that this was a fifty-plus car pileup, and the scary thing is, like, say so you're in a car, you slide and you you slam into the back of another car and you look ahead and this has been happening for like half a mile down the road you're you're just like the latest car in the chain you need to think fast because you know there's gonna be another car coming in right behind you to hit you sure enough you know sometimes it's a car sometimes it's another semi and jesus those semis are flying. I mean, they're, they're obviously trying to break, but they can't. And th- that'll crumple a car. And if you're in it, you'll get crumpled, too. I don't know how many people died. You got to be careful if you get out of the car, too, because who knows who's who's coming the other way or, or if people are trying to swerve. It's a very dangerous situation, I feel, for these. Oh, God. That's another semi. A lot of semis on the road. I know truck drivers keep America moving, but they're also taking out families left and right. I hope all you freaks are uh, remaining safe. All right, let's move on. Try to stay warm. I mean, I realize that's the dumbest possible fucking thing to say. Oh, try and stay warm. Why didn't we think of that? We've just been huddling around a toilet bowl full of cold water. That's not doing anything for us. All right, listen, uh, let's move on. I've got some great audio to share with you. I think some freaks in the discord were sharing sovereign citizen videos and i found a couple of them funny first up a guy getting pulled over by the cops and uh the, the police know who this guy is they've dealt with him so before. now i got a
3: policy enforcer
1: behind me
2: what's your, what's your name don't start this again open the open the window <laughs> Don't start this shit again. Don't start this again. Open the open the window, please. I need I need a license and registration. For what? License and registration. I just stopped y'all. I'll explain it to you as soon as I get your license and registration. Every time we deal with you, I'm not reco- you a problem. Listen. Every time. I'm open your window or give me your license and registration. Okay. Stop your nonsense. Every time we deal with you, you're a problem. I don't know why. You're making, I don't know you, know you. Why you don't make it easy? I know exactly who you did are. Did I break any laws? Oil crash. Yes, you did. What the- license and registration. No, am I being you're detained? You're gonna be in arrest in a second if you don't give me a license and registration. Where's the injured party? License and registration. For what? Alright, I'm gonna give you my license and registration. You are gonna because you're, you're required to by law. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. And you're having a driver's license as a privilege, okay? Yeah, and I, I'm not driving, I'm traveling. Okay, all right. Ha <laughs> ha! You gotta admit, Copper, he's got you there. Why do I need to show you, you a show driver's you license? license? If you were following all the, the rules of the road, I wouldn't have to be stopping you, right? There's why no such thing as rules of the road. Why I stopped you as soon as you gave me your license and registration. I don't have no license and registration. You're required to give me your license and
1: Just a second ago, he said he was going to hand over his driver's license. I don't have no license and registration. Spoiler alert, he eventually does hand over his driver's license and registration. But I think he's arguing that he's not the person on the driver's license. That's a birth, that's used for commerce why you do this? that's not
2: identification i am devon bay i'm not that whoever that says on that you're social too much of the internet and tv nah you're you're trying to i know what you're trying to do but i'm not going to let you when i'm not even become, gonna. when did you become a sovereign citizen i'm not a sovereign
1: citizen i'm a moorish american which is just a slightly dumber version of a sovereign citizen I honestly don't know the difference between Moorish American and Sovereign Citizen. I do know they have a lot in common. Like, they're made-up fucking things i've been telling the truth and the only reason why they exist is because of lies you see how he had to just come over and try to intimidate
2: me for the record i am devon bay i do not consent to anything what they're doing i'm under threat duress and coercion. i'm under threat duress and coercion. they have a gun and i'm guys what the fuck is cohosion i'm afraid for my life he just threatened the Coercion? break the window if co-hotion. i didn't oh and hand them a license now what if i didn't have a license because <laughs> i'm ready to throw well, this you'd
1: lo- get a fine or be thrown in jail license
2: away because that is not me that's a bank bond i am the truth don't ever try to deny
1: oh i wouldn't dare so that's like a standard moorish person being pulled over by the cops now i've got a real sovereign citizen in a different scenario He's uh, not being pulled over, not dealing with the cops. He is live streaming, and he is going to school us all on something very important.
4: So let's start with the Admiralty Law. Now, why does it have to do with Admiralty Law? Well, this, again, this is how they trick you, because you don't think that when you're pregnant, you have a child, that you have anything to do with Law of the Sea. But technically...
1: Wait wait a second. If, If you're pregnant... Laws of the land don't apply to you. Instead, we all go by maritime law? Why? What does being pregnant have to do with water?
4: You have a child that you have anything to do with law of the sea. But technically, under their laws, you do. Because you are made mostly of water. You are in a womb that is filled with water. So basically what's happening is, under Admiralty law... You are in a ship, and you are going to dry land. You're docking from a ship. And the the reason why I could say this is when they created the birth certificate, the way it happens is when you're born, your parents sign a certificate of live birth, and it's signed and authorized by a doctor.
1: It'd be kind of cool and also unsettling if the doctor delivering the baby was required by law to wear a sea captain's hat. And as soon as the baby was born, he's handed off to the skipper. There should be people with big brushes cleaning the floor of the uh, the, the, the delivery room, like swapping the deck, getting all that placenta off the floor. The crewmates doing that stuff. What the hell is this guy talking about?
4: Goes off and you get a birth certificate. Now you think those things are the same. They're not. First one's a certificate of live birth. Second one is birth certificate. What they do is they make a dummy corporation in your name, and we're going to go through how they do all this stuff and how they get away with it.
1: Someone commented on this video, this is the dumbest logic ever. It's like me arguing that I'm governed by aviation law because I'm surrounded by air. It really is the same thing. Next time I get pulled over, I'm going to be like, uh, officer, I'm not driving on the road, obviously, because I'm a fucking boat. Can't you tell? There are open waters inside of me. Now, if you'd like to talk about this more, we could maybe go out for drinks and perhaps I'll dock my vessel in your poop deck. That's just a little gay sovereign citizen pickup line. (laughs) Several freaks told me that I need to watch uh, Mead's most recent video. I think Love Lady Cat Lady was uh, one of them. Some people in the Discord providing links and stuff. Uh, I wasn't going to really talk about Mead because the video i don't know it wasn't as funny as the crush video we recently played uh, where mead talks about his first love uh he did have a few interesting moments in the video the, the, the video is titled how to deal with anger and you know despite what mead says he's a very angry person you know you, you know you gotta talk like this and sing songs about sweet tea and good old country boy you can just tell there's a lot of hatred and anger underneath the surface and it's it's not deep underneath the surface Need recognizes this. That's why he has uh, posted this video. But here he is talking about what he's going to do instead of
3: being angry. You know, instead of being angry and bitter, I decided to channel all that in a different way. So I say, in with anger, out with love. That's what I always say. And so I started telling people at work, random customers, I said, Jesus loves you.
1: If you are like a hardcore Christian and you hear someone say that to you, I'm sure it's nice. And you reply with, Jesus loves you too. Yes, he does. God is good. God is great. Praise the Lord. But if you're just like a regular person, you don't want to hear that bullshit from someone, like a stranger. I don't want to be preached at when I'm at a fucking store buying a garden hose and Metamucil or whatever it is I need to pick up. You know, if someone says, have a blessed day, I'm almost okay with that. But like, Jesus loves you? What if I'm not a Christian? What if I don't believe in Jesus? What if I worship a different God or something and Jesus is a real asshole in my religion? Mind your own business. It's one thing if you want to be pleasant. Like, you could say, instead of being angry, I put a smile on my face and I try to be pleasant to everyone. That's all you need to do. You don't need to bring fucking religion into everything, mead.
3: And I said it to the manager and I said it to a couple of the cashier people.
1: These people who think it's their job to spread the gospel, everyone knows about God in the Bible and Jesus and shit, right?
3: If we want to go to church, we'll go to church. To a couple of the cashier people, and I think they really appreciated. They needed to hear that because uh, not only did it help them, it helped me. It gave me a sense of peace. That's
1: what it's really about. It's all about me. how it makes me feel.
3: Um, of course, you know, sometimes we have to proceed with caution. Um, I don't suppose, you know, a Jewish person would do anything bad. But if you see someone walking down the street a hijab, <laughs> maybe, you know, think think a little ahead. But yeah. I- don't tell
1: Muslims that Jesus loves you.
3: Isn't that who you really need to be spreading
1: the gospel to as opposed to like telling Christians that Jesus loves them? Say it to people who don't know. I thought you were a Jesus warrior. Shouldn't be afraid to tell someone wearing a hijab. That Jesus is your Lord and Savior,
3: and He loves you. I'm well into adulthood; I should have it together by now. I know I look like I do, but I really don't.
1: <laughs> Mead, you know, no, I don't think anyone watching your videos thinks that you have it
3: together. I'm quite a mess, and yes. uh...
1: truer words, my friend. I guess Meade's point is that uh, he thinks he can get his life together by spreading the the good word of Jesus. It makes him feel better about himself.
3: Um, oh, by the way, I need to shave because I'm starting to look like an Italian. Nope. But
1: like, That's one of those moments where you're like, what year does Mead come from? I feel like he's not living in 2021. He's living in like 1860. You know what I mean? Like who makes those weird comments about ethnic groups, like like Italians of all people. Like, I understand racism still ag- uh, exists against black people and, you know, minorities and everything. But like, Ital- oh, I got to shave my face. I'm looking like a hairy Italian. I mean, it doesn't offend me. I find this funny, of course. It's just yet another strange thing about Mead. Anyway, he's now telling customers at, at at his store that he works at that Jesus loves you. What customers want to hear right
3: when you tell people things like jesus loves you i think it really just picks everyone up you know a lot of people smiled in response said thank you a couple people looked a little bewildered because i guess i said it out of context but <laughs> now that i can
1: believe like mead is just he's fo- so focused on saying jesus loves you he sees a customer coming and he's like all right here's my chance to say it and the customer's like, Excuse me, what aisle are the Tampax pearls in? Jesus loves you. Uh, thanks. I just need something to plug up my pussy and keep from gushing out. Jesus loves you. Excuse me, I thought this week was double coupon. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. <laughs> He's just itching to say that. People look bewildered at, at me, which can't be that unusual when Mead's talking to you. said,
3: thank you. A yeah. couple people looked a little bewildered because I guess I said it out of context.
1: But- <laughs> All right, there you go. A little meat update for you. He's looking like a hairy Italian because he hasn't shaved. Telling everyone that Jesus loves him. You know, my mom is Italian, right? My grandfather is, like, full-blooded Italian. My grandmother is full-blooded Italian. But my mom... First of all, I, I don't know where she picked this up, but she calls Italy Italy. and I'm like 85% sure she she says it like me too, like Italian. We're Italians, like the most redneck fucking way of saying that. Starting to have my suspicions. I think they're trying to hide something from me. I think my grandfather was a Nazi or something, war criminal. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy bizarre twist of fucked up news right now. Make total sense right that would be totally on brand for distorted view the host of the show's heritage is half nazi war criminal totally makes sense based on the content of the show uh listen if you are not yet sideshow members what are you waiting for help support this nonsense help support the descendant of a nazi war criminal well i'm just just trying to make a living When you sign up, you get full access to the entire archive of programs. I've been at this podcast since December 2004, the dawn of podcasting, doing this daily shit. Uh, So you get full access to every single episode of the podcast, well over 3,000 shows. More importantly, we do new exclusive programs every week. Yesterday, I did a Sideshow exclusive podcast, and I'll be doing another one tomorrow. It's a great time to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Other ways to support the show, we've got a Patreon account. It's true, every little bit does help. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Uh, If you do pledge something, you get access to all of my Patreon posts, which include personal podcasts, I've posted some exclusive videos over there. If you pledge $5. You get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. Occasionally, I send out uh, real physical goodies. I've sent out pillows, stickers. I think we're due for another Patreon package drop real soon, so it's a great time to sign up. Like, if you want one of those big goodies where, like, I send you actual stuff in the mail, I think there's, like, a $20 level where you, you got to do that. Stickers are, like, 10 bucks. $10. Maybe I'll do another sticker drop uh, again soon. I know uh, Love Lady Cat Lady designed a few for Valentine's Day that unfortunately, timing-wise, kind of didn't work out. Like I mentioned on uh, the side show yesterday, I think the stickers are awesome year-round. They don't have to be Valentine's Day stickers. So maybe I'll be selling those in the store and maybe Patreon or patrons will uh, get those or something. I don't know. I'm still working out the deets there. Patreon.com slash of View. Okay. Three very quick stories now. First up. We're going Texas.
2: We're going to
1: Welcome to Texas. Welcome to Austin, Texas. Yes, the story comes not from Austin, Texas, but close. I already mentioned the struggles Texans are going through thanks to the awful weather. One mayor in Texas, though, is um, not displaying much sympathy for its residents. A Texas mayor is now an ex-mayor. After posting a tirade on Facebook, calling his constituents weak and saying only the strong will survive and the weak will perish as winter storms continue to batter the state. This was who was elected by the people to be a leader of their great city, the city of Colorado City. The mayor's name uh, was Tim Boyd. He posted the controversial thoughts Tuesday. While some city residents had been without power or running water for 24 hours and temperatures remained below freezing. Citizens had asked on a community Facebook group if the town was going to open warming shelters, you know, so its residents wouldn't freeze to death. That's when Boyd stepped in. Great mayor decided to weigh in, calm everyone down, put everyone at ease. Here is what the mayor wrote on Facebook. Let me hurt some feelings while I have a minute. No one owes you or your family anything, nor is it the local government's responsibility to support you during trying times like this. Sink or swim, it's your choice. The city and the county, along with power providers or any other service, owes you nothing. I'm sick and tired of people looking for a damn handout. If you don't have electricity, you step up. And you come up with a game plan to keep your family warm and safe you have no water you deal without and you think outside the box to survive and supply water to your family if you're sitting at home in the cold because you have no power and are sitting there waiting for someone to come rescue you because you're lazy it's a direct result of your raising only the strong will survive the weak will perish folks god has given us the tools to support ourselves in times like this. This is sadly a product of a socialist government where they feed people to believe that few will work and others will become dependent for handouts. I'm sorry you've been dealing without electricity and water. Yes, but I'll be damned if I'm going to provide for anyone that is capable of doing it themselves. Go generate your own electricity you fucking assholes. That's pretty much what he's saying. Uh, We've lost sight of those in need and those that take advantage of the system and meshed them into one group. Bottom line, quit crying and looking for a handout. Get off your ass and take care of your own family. Bottom line, don't be a part of the problem. Be a part of the solution. Yeah, that's some tough love right there. I think the citizens needed to hear that. And boy, did they hear it. They did not like what they had to hear, though. Uh, As of 9 a.m. this morning, it was 15 degrees in Colorado City. It's not expected to top 25 degrees. The town has a population of about 4,000 people, 4,000 of which were pissed off at the mayor's statement. After, let's say, intense feedback to his comments, Boyd announced his resignation and said, uh, you know, he wasn't speaking as a mayor in that facebook post he was just talking as a citizen he claimed to have resigned as mayor before even making the post yeah that post had nothing to do with the fact that he quit he was planning to do it anyway uh he complained that his wife has been fired from her job because of the comments yeah well there are consequences when you write fucking shit like that then doubled down on them saying, I was only making the statement that those folks that are too lazy to get up and fend for themselves but are capable should not be dealt a handout. There's a difference between not providing for your, like being able to provide for your family but just being lazy. Like, I'm not gonna work. I'm gonna just wait for the government checks to roll in. But like, you are paying the electricity company to provide a service. You've done your part in the transaction. It's the city and the state and the utilities that are kind of not living up to their end of the bargain. It's a dumb statement because how do you expect people to generate their own electricity? I mean, yes, there are technically generators you can go out and buy. You know, gas-powered generators. But there are none available right now anywhere in Texas, I'm sure. Go find your own source of electricity. Almost sounds like this guy is advocating wind or solar power, which everyone is totally against in Texas. I don't know. Very strange. I will say it is refreshing to hear a mayor talk like that because, you know, a lot of politicians believe the same thing Mayor Tim does. They're just afraid to say it. Fuck you. We don't care about you. You're on your own. Survival of the fittest. All that shit. All right, uh, there you go. That's what's happening in Texas. Second story we have for you today. Talk about switching gears. Never wonder why your dog likes to smell your crotch. These are the types of news stories I live for.
2: I'm so enthused about the news. I'm so enthused about the news.
1: For real. A doctor has explained why dogs sniff people's crotches, and even more remarkably, that our ancestors did the same fucking thing. I gotta be honest with you. I don't mind my brand. I get I get in there deep. Take your finger, run it real hard under your balls, along the crevices of your groin, and then you just inhale. Oh, yeah. Musky Parmigiani. All right. Uh so apparently our ancestors also sniffed uh, crotches in a TikTok video. Oh fuck TikTok. Surgeon Dr. Karen Raj explains and it's a guy. It's like, you know, Indian Indian dude named Karen. Dr. K Kran, maybe. Karen Raj explains that dogs can learn a lot of things about a person including if they've recently had sex simply by smelling them. Mind your own business, dogs. You could just ask me. Stick your nose in my crotch. It's going to get me all worked up again. What the? You're
2: having sex with huskies again? Oh, no.
1: Not golden. According to the doctor, dogs have an organ used to detect pheromones called the vomeronasal organ. We actually have it as well, but we've evolved to the point where it doesn't work anymore. Explaining why dogs hone in on the crotch area, he says we have loads of apocrine glands. Basically sweat glands in our armpits and groins. The glands release pheromones, which carry information about our age, gender, mood, if you've just had sex, if you're menstruating. Again, dogs, you don't have to smell me. You can just get on Facebook. I keep my followers updated on all of that information. Hey guys, I'm still technically a man, I'm in an okay mood, just masturbated, and I'm bleeding out of my manslit. slit. Don't ask, long story. The doctor says when a dog smells your groin, he's just trying to get to know you. Dr. Raj, who works at Frimley Park Hospital NHS Foundation Trust over there in the UK as a surgical registrar, often shares incredible medical facts on his popular TikTok channel today i learned dogs are sniff freaks since it was uploaded on monday the 15th right after valentine's day the video has been watched just under a million times with people in the comments admitting they find it embarrassing when their dogs sniff people in awkward areas posting a comment with the cringe emoji one person wrote my neighbor's dog always does this and they say down bruno get down and i reply no problem as Bruno is getting a nose full under my dress. Always happens to me, and I question if I showered that morning, admitted another. Someone else said my dog has a terrible habit of doing this to new visitors. Yep, this happened to me in front of everybody, confessed another. Your dogs, I mean, really, are you embarrassed? This comes after Dr. Raj explained the perfect length of a nap. What time is best to get some shut-eye in the middle of the day? You guys want to know? They're teasing us here. Dr. Raj says, uh, you know, people that uh, nap for 20 minutes, that's no good. It's bad. It's too short. 30 minutes, too short. 90 minutes is the best nap time. It allows you to cycle through all the sleep stages. That's one cycle of sleep. Any longer or shorter, and you risk sleep inertia. Uh, that's the feeling of grogginess. And the best time to take a nap, right after your dog sniffs up your crotch. puts you both in a good state of mind. No, the best time to nap is between 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. Sometime between there. That's when I nap. I usually wake up around noon, get something to eat, and then around 1, 1 30, go to take my nap. Wake up at 2.30, get something to eat, 3 o'clock, lay down for another nap. I double nap, but you know, only for 90 minutes at a time. And I'm good for the rest of the day. And I get to bed early. It's important to go to bed early so you get uh, you know your 12 hours of shut-eye. I'm in bed by 7.30. All right, uh, final story we have for you today. In a bizarre incident, my favorite kind of incidents. Four men paid a heavy price after they resorted to some drastic steps to reduce their extra baggage fee at an airport. In an incident that is now going viral, four men got mouth ulcers. Oh, I hope to God this story involves a lot of nasty gay airport bathroom sex. shoved some of that baggage up their assholes you know to save on the fees they all ended up with fucking herpes or something uh four men got mouth ulcers after they decided to eat 30 kilograms of oranges all to avoid paying extra baggage fees guys that's like 60 pounds of oranges they it, it was four guys but still if they all ate you know roughly the same amount of oranges it's still like 15 pounds worth of oranges each. The incident occurred at an airport in Kunming, Southwest China. <times> oh, China. That is totally <laughs> That's totally more offensive than my standard Chinese news story sound effect, right? Or even the newer Chinese music we use. <laughs> yeah, that's like at least like a real Chinese instrument being played. Uh, it doesn't sound so stereotypical. It's not like, oh, Chinatown! <laughs> Why hasn't this show been canceled yet? Someone cancel me. I'm a monster. All right. uh, The incident occurred at an airport in Kunming, southwest China. The four travelers in question ate the oranges inside the airport itself in a record 30 minutes. According to a January 20th report by Global Times, a man surnamed Wang and his three colleagues bought a box of oranges weighing about 50 pounds. During their business trip to Kunming, During their purchase, uh, they did not realize that the airlines would ask them to shell out extra money as shipping charges for the oranges. As they prepared to board the plane back home, the airport uh, said it was going to charge them almost $50, which is not like a ton of money, but it's just for fucking oranges. I don't want the oranges that bad, right? We'll just eat them right now. So yes, they decided to uh, go ahead and just eat as many oranges as as they possibly could because they weren't willing to pay the fee. The four colleagues reached a consensus to eat the fruits then and there. It took them under 30 minutes to finish the box. We just stood there and ate the whole thing up. It took 20 to 30 minutes, Wang said. While it may seem as a daring feat, the four men suffered from mouth ulcers after eating so many citrus fruit in one go. Post this ordeal, they were rightly left feeling like never eating oranges again. These men could have done what one woman did in Australia... Uh, She faked her own pregnancy to avoid extra baggage. She created a fake baby bump that contained extra clothing and a laptop charger that wouldn't fit in her travel bag. Before boarding the flight, she also slid her laptop down the back of her uh, stretchy jumpsuit after going through security. It was that damn laptop that gave her away An air steward noticed it sticking out of her jacket, and she had to cough up the $60 for the overweight carry-on after all. She said, was I embarrassed? Not at all. I felt like a badass. A hot, pregnant badass. Okay, you go, girl. That, my friends, is your distorted news uh, for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Ah! (laughs) i uh, love to hear from you guys. There's, uh, there's just uh, so many ways to get a hold of me. Show at distortedview.com. Our voicemail line 48206 666 4463. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash distortedview show. Uh, we've got a discord where all the freaks are hanging out and a subreddit over there at distortedview.reddit.com. I've got a patron calling in here, so I thought we'd check in with him or her first
0: me boo, scumhawk here baby, Um, just calling in because a couple of days ago some fat sounding Canadian called in and said that uh, not only was I not a Canadian but I apparently was a homosexual, Um, now I'm not, um, obviously nothing against the gay agenda but I'm basically a heterosexual, you know mostly straight dude, Uh, dicks don't do a lot for, don't do anything for me really, Um, yeah so give me a girl or a training with the right plumbing and, uh, I was
1: wondering why you said mostly straight. Turns out you're okay with trannies. I'm a happy man. As long as they have the correct
0: one. Um, having said that, if you gave me the choice between being a Canadian...
1: So when you say right plumbing, does that mean, like, you would be okay having sex with a trans person who was born a man that then had his cock turned into a pussy? Or would you be okay... With a tranny, uh, tra- I'm sorry, a trans woman who's living life as a man, maybe even taking hormones, but still has the pussy. Would, would you be okay with that?
0: Or sucking a dick. And uh, all I can really tell you, Timmy Boo, is uh, is get your pants off, baby, because there's oh. going to be some dick-sucking action happening right here and right now. And I'm not talking about just some... Um...
1: That whole mostly straight thing is going right out the window. Uh, you know,
0: some bullshit, rub and tug, you know, happy ending crap. I'm talking about a full-on, full-on succession. Balls being caressed, hand action on the shaft, yes. mostly heterosexual, uh, you know, yeah. knob polishing action with the tongue in the mouth. This mar- is
1: a true and honorable freak willing to do this. Like full-on
0: waggle, waggle, waggle shit, man. And, uh, yeah, so when you come... And uh, believe me, Timmy Boo, if I'm sucking your dick, baby, you are going to come. When you come, I'm going to get you to empty both of your big, fat, juicy balls into my mouth.
1: Spoken like a true heterosexual.
0: And I'm not going to swallow. I'm just going to stand up and give you a great, big, mostly heterosexual snowball. And then I'll get you to snowball me back. And (laughs) then I'll swallow your cum. And I'll hold your face in my hands, Tim, look into your eyes, and say, Timmy, thank fuck I'm not a Canadian.
1: <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Scum Hook, for that very erotic voicemail.
2: Hey, Timmy Boo. This is me. Anyway, uh, you know,
0: I, like Level Lady, Cat Lady, am from Sacramento. Oh, well, you guys
1: should get together. Well, and when i'm just listening to her describe her um her physical uh, deformity there and
2: i i suddenly think i might have dated her mom um, who was
1: quite whack and uh, yeah uh, she had a daughter
0: that had that exact same deformity anyway that's uh that's kind of strange small world eh
1: Oh my God! You need to talk to Level Eighty Cat Lady and figure out if you really did date her mom. In an alternate timeline, you could have been Level Eighty Step Daddy. I must know if that. I mean, what a small world, right? If that if that actually happened, let's call it. Oh, is this another shit? Push it out, baby.
0: Oh, big, 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 big,
1: big penis. My penis. Uh oh. Did you guys share the voicemail line with like a uh, Gooner Bader chat room or message board or something? The Discord? Hey, Tim. Um... Yesterday, someone called in and took a shit for me, and I thought th- this was sort of like a continuation of that. Sort of sounded like that at first.
0: Hey, Tim. Um... Yes. This is Level 80 Cat Lady. I'm uh, continuing to catch up on some shows, and uh, you just had a guy call in and say that you, or Distorted View, um, was the reason uh, that uh, he became um, an authentically devoted, uh, Pastafarian kind of guy. So I guess my question was, um, what's the most embarrassed you've ever been of uh, doing the show, is there a particular moment that stands out? Second thing is I gotta, I gotta do a Timmy Boo correction. Okay. Um, you just said uh, that uh, Blair Witch Project Two was Season of the Witch. Timmy, Blair Witch Project Two is Book of Shadows. Oh, I'm sorry. Halloween Three is Season of the Witch. Careless, oh. <laughs> you're careless, Grandma. Yeah.
1: Did you count? One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Stupid Grandma. I don't have a great answer for you though, uh, for your question. Like, what has made me the most embarrassed? Like, looking back, what what embarrassed me most about DV? Uh, mostly, it's just listening to really old shows because I, I don't think they're great. Some of the things I say, if, like, if you ever find old, 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 uh, tell me shows back when I was doing the one eight hundred tell me version of Distorted View, uh, that's pretty bad. It's Monday, December 18th, 2000, and here's what's happening in the news. Yeah, like that, right? Just that voice. I I don't know what... And here's what's happening in the news. <laughs> I don't know what if I was trying to sound professional. A court rejects a suit claiming an airline is biased against fat people. <laughs> you don't want to miss this one. Oh, no. <laughs> no to all of that. From the sort of fake laugh... You know, all that news story so fun biased against fat people you don't hey you don't want to miss this one you don't want to miss this it's gonna be gold a fat gargantuan piece of lard ah, okay i can't i can't i'm sorry that's quite enough you get what i'm saying here you understand The things that embarrass me now. Okay, let's just end it right there. Deuce chills. That is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Bad question. Let's never bring up old episodes of DV again. Uh, That is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Watch you guys email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666. I'm just thinking. That episode was from December 2000. Like, I've wasted my entire life doing this. Just stupidity. All right. <laughs> I mean, I could have put all this time and energy to better you. Like, I could be a, I could have got my master's in something. My PhD, you know, given enough time. I mean, I'm not brilliant, but I could have stumbled and bumbled my way to a couple degrees. Instead, I'm stuck here with you shit water pouring on my head not allowed to use hot water to clean dishes fighting over the installation of a bidet dear god alright, uh, yes, yeah, so that's all the time we have on this edition of the show, want you guys to email me at distortedview.com, distortedview.com is our official website, voicemail line for you, 206-666- Forty-four, sixty-three. that's 20666, oh God, is it, oh God. Hey, Cynthia, lose some weight, you piece of lard. Oh God, stop it, stop, stop it. Spread the distortion, STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Remember, tomorrow's show is going to be a Sideshow exclusive one. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Friday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, Bye.
3: Hi, I'm B. Arthur with a message for women who take Premarin. Don't. It's made of breasts. I'm not kidding. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.